regarding in progress. Uh, man, Dak Prescott winning league MVP isn't so far fetched. Yeah. Who said that? What Dallas page are you on? <laughs> is it like Dallas Morning News? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dallas Morning News. It's just it's just a topic that I read today. What, so what was the what was the origin it? of that? It was from Fox Sports today when I was reading it. It says Dak Prescott uh, winning MVP isn't so far fetched. Fox Sports. It's that dead zone in the season. They'll say anything to get you to read it. Oh, come on. It's not clickbait. This was on your phone? Yeah, it's my phone. This guy clicks on Dallas Cowboy articles. You give him this one, and they no, did, and you click No, on. it's the Fox Sports app. I don't tell them what to write. I don't put it in your phone knows. Oh, your phone knows everything. The phone does know. The phone does know. The phone knows everything. What's wrong with the idea of Dak Prescott winning the MVP, though? Exactly. Not far fetched. It's just not likely. It's just clickbait. They just want you to click on it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. It it is. It is a possibility. He's probably the top 10 quarterbacks that have a shot at it. That article is on the front page of their web page. It's on the very front. There you go. See, it must be important if it's on the front page of the Fox Sports. No. It's July fifth. There's the, nothing else going on. That's it's, like saying the you know Stephen A. Smith is the premier guy on ESPN. So what he says must be important. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. I don't believe he. Uh, I guess no. he kind of is the premier guy, and everybody else got fired. Yeah. Why could this? Why no can left? Why can hit yeah. this? Why is the idea of Dak being the MVP just like totally out there? It's not, not out there. there. It's okay. Kind of. You know, he's, I gave him top 10 quarterbacks that could win it. Okay. Okay. That could win the MVP. Yeah. I'd put him in the top 10 quarterbacks that could win it. Okay. And it would take what in your mind for him to, to do that? For him to win it? So for him to win the MVP, what would it take mm-hmm. in your mind for Dak Prescott to win the MVP? 4,800 yards, 42 touchdowns, and what? less than 10 touchdowns, less than 10 interceptions. 42. Okay. okay. 42. Okay. Jeez. That's all. Jeez. That is That's a whole lot. Bad. That's not bad for 42 touchdowns. What's wrong with that? That's a lot of touchdowns. That's a lot. I didn't. Well, you just asked what it would take. Yeah. He could I mean, how many win it with 32. Have? How many is Pat Mahomes would you have? Those were high 30s or 40. What are you like on a first name? Pat. <laughs> Pat. He doesn't like being called Pat. Pat. Mahomes. He doesn't like being called Pat. So it's okay. <laughs> then call him Pat. Uh, hold on, let, let me let me introduce the show real fast. So everybody, this is off our game. Episode 157, obviously getting into our normal things. Uh, Social media, Facebook, email, fa- uh, find us. Uh, if you like it, you like our page, uh, Twitter. If you enjoy, please follow us. Uh, if you like our show, always please share. Uh, and the email is email at Off Our Game. Anyway, Off Our Game, episode 157. Back to what we were saying. Uh, what, what, what is Pat Mahomes averaging for touchdowns year to year? What is he averaging? 40? It's got to be close to 40. I don't know. I'm gonna he had 41 and 12 last year. And he won the Heisman. Or he won the, he won the Heisman. He won the MVP, right? <laughs> yes. And there you go. So Dax going to be 42. 5,250 yards. And 12 okay. interceptions. Man, 12 his QBR interceptions. sucked. It was only 77.6. For Mahomes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Although it was that's, first. It was first okay. in the league. That's a, that's a, that's a reasonable statistic line then for MVP. Yeah, 4,900 yards roughly, 42 uh, touchdowns, the, under 10 interceptions. And win the NFC East? Yeah, but y'all should do that with your eyes closed. If you have that production from Dak and you don't win the NFC East, then mm-hmm. there was something wrong. You could get half that production and win the NFC East. Based on what? 
based on the what the Eagles. I mean, I guess the, the Eagles. The Giants, okay, the, 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 say, Giants, the, the Giants should be a little bit better. The other, you guys have been slamming Danny Dimes all season, and now he's now they're better. No, I, did, yeah. I just said that. I just <laughs> now they're better. No, okay. Hey, they think they made some offseason moves. Name, name their starting two Waller. wide receivers. And the what? Name the Giants starting two wide receivers. Oh, we Darren can't do Waller. that. We have we have no idea. Nobody who they can were. do that. Darren Waller. <laughs> nope. Receivers. Uh, not the, I don't. Richie James is that guy. Slayton. Is he still there? Is he? Um, Cruz. No, <laughs> yeah, Victor Cruz. <laughs> I think he's gone. <laughs> uh, what was the other guy? Uh, Amari. Tumor. Uh, Amani. What's that guy's name? Amani Tumor. Tumor. That's right. Uh, is he there too? I didn't know he was Slayton? still there. Or no, what's the other guy's name? Um, he was out of Michigan. I can't remember his name now. Uh, okay. Anyway, back to the I, I mean, the Giants will the Giants will be better. I'm not saying that they're going to be great. I'm just saying that they will be better. They will be an improved bunch with die ball under year two, so they should be anyway. I think. And then the Redskins. Oh shoot, the Redskins. The Commanders. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea what the Red the Redskins slash Commanders are going to be. So they're going to be bad. But I, I mean. Who's their My, quarterback now? They got a new one, right? Uh, Sam Howell. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And they're everybody's saying Howell's been playing, been throwing the ball well. And, of course, it's the nice season. Everyone's been throwing. Yeah. The ball. No, that, that's uh, not true. Baker Mayfield's not throwing the ball well. And no, nope, not at all. <laughs> no, I thought he said he felt rejuvenated now that he, he played with the Rams or whatever. Uh, but I mean, okay. Next question: Does does he have to win the NFC East then too? On top of the all, with that yes. stat line to win him? Okay. I'm just asking the question. I want to know what your requirements so, are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the number one seed? I don't know about the number one seed, but it's, you know, if you've got that kind of yeah. stats from him, you should be in contention for the number one seed. Yeah. If the not, NFC then your defense has gone to crap. Mm-hmm. All right. Mullins, no, are you chiming in on this? Or yeah, you've been pretty quiet, Kerry. Yeah, what's going on, Mullins? I'm letting y'all get it all out. Kerry's <laughs> <laughs> got clear eyes I and think hearts. As long as he stays healthy for, for the whole season. Then I think he's got an excellent chance of of getting it done. If he doesn't stay healthy the whole season and he ends up with forty two touchdowns, that's quite an accomplishment. That's pretty good. Well, that's what I'm saying. If if he has, uh, if he, I mean, if he can stay healthy, then it it wouldn't be it really wouldn't be out of the question that he could get forty touchdowns. What if he had forty two touchdowns but with like eighteen interceptions? I think I think that if he's over five thousand yards, I'd still give it to him. Yeah. What if he's at 4,900? <laughs> well, I mean, thing. it also depends on their win. It's not the record. same thing. It is the same thing. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. 4,900 yards and 5,000 yards are the same thing. Oh, okay. Well, depends <laughs> on their record. Everybody who came close to the records for, you know, within 100 yards, I guess it's all the same. <laughs> uh, as far as MVP. So I guess Adrian Peterson has the, the rushing, all-time rushing record. For yes, he does. You're right. You're right. Yes, he does. That, that counted. Point. Yeah, it counted. You're right. So, but for MVP, you know, imaginary stats right now, yes, 4,900 is the same as 5,000 yards. Yes. But it's highly unlikely you throw that many t- interceptions anyway. So, so he, he throws some untimely ones. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, he he does. does. He had 15 last season. That's the most he's ever thrown in his career. That's pretty yeah, good. but he also missed games last year. So that doesn't yeah. didn't help anything to say that. Uh, but, 
I'm not. I'm not trying to diss Dak, but yeah, the, most the year before when he played also the, the whole season, he only had ten. So it's it's not like he's an interception throwing machine. He is not. He just had a bad season last year. He is not Tony Banks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where's Tony Banks? The fumble machine. That was the fumble guy. Yeah, he was the fumble yeah. machine. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I. I think everything considered, I think with Braden Cooks, I think the issue that I have with him putting up 42 touchdowns would be the fact that the tight end situation is a little bit unknown. I think the offensive line is pretty strong. I think Pollard out of the backfield makes it a, a better case for him as far as possibly getting more touchdowns. I think it would be tough for him to reach 40 just because of the tight end situation right now. So year before um, last, he had 37. So, I mean, 40 is not out of a question. No, it's not. But and I think it all depends on how how uh, McCarthy's going to call the offense. So, you know, we got we we have that unknown on how that's going to be be coming around. Yeah. So, I, like I said, it's that it's some of the things that it would be interesting to see. It all starts in three weeks. Yeah, roughly. So, but there you go. So speaking of quarterbacks. Uh, there was a list that Cook sent out to us about the top. Was it the top twenty-eight that you said? Yeah, top twenty-eight top quarterbacks since two thousand. Quarterbacks since the year two thousand. Okay, we were already discussing it before we got to the show, but we can talk about it obviously again now. Uh, there's some there's some holes in this list though. There really is holes in this list. Very. I can't. I I don't understand how. I, no offense, but no. Mike Vick is number twenty-seven. I tell you what, it's impressive is that the Saints have two quarterbacks on this list. <laughs> <laughs> They've had some stellar Damn. quarterback play over the last twenty years. <laughs> Come on, uh, that's, that's wrong. Um, fact, I, I think they're the only team with two players on this list. Yeah, Cowboys. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, forgot about Tony there. I don't even honestly. I mean, no offense. I I like Carr and all, but I don't know that I'd put him in the top twenty-eight of this list. Yeah, he's that, better than Tannehill. Is he is he better? Is than, he though? They're pretty equal. Probably. Yeah, pretty yeah. equal. I, I put well, them. I could say both of them could be off the list. <laughs> like you say, I would have put. I'd, I'd get Lamar Jackson in there. You know, over either one of those guys for sure. Now, why isn't? Would why would you not throw Joe Burrow in this list? Yeah, I mean they got Josh Allen He's in there. So exactly three years. What's the point? He's already taken yeah. them to a Super Bowl. So, are you telling me you'd take Brian Tannehill over Joe Burrow? No, no, you wouldn't. No, exactly. Joe Burrow deserves. Joe I Burrow think should be on this list. list. He just he hasn't been on there. He, listen, this is not Terrell Davis. You got to be in the played in the two thousands for more than you know four years to be <laughs> on this list. How long has Josh Allen been there? Yeah, he's four? only played six, maybe five, no. five or six, five at the most. Okay, well I said four, and that's five. So <laughs> bingo, it's the same on. thing. It's basically it's all the same. He's it's all the same. I, There's I no think andrew luck should be on this list like, yeah he i mean a name alone in early draft but other than that what else has he really done yeah, that's true i agree who else is better than knock him off though you keep saying lamar jackson but that's, yeah, that's true that's okay so is lamar jackson better than steve mcnair and michael vick and ryan Tannehill? uh he's better than uh, someone's gotta be on that list. Yeah, i'd say he's better than Tannehill, but mcnair and vick ooh, i think mcnair and vick can throw a better ball than lamar jackson mcnair at least took him to a Super Bowl. That's true. Although, yeah. was that in the 90s or was that two, 2000s? Ooh, was that 1999? 
I thought that was 1999. I'm not sure. That's, yeah, that was 99 when they went to the oh, Super so, Okay. Yep, he's off. He's off. Yeah, he shouldn't he's be on, on the list. list. <laughs> I mean. Right. He should not be on the list. <laughs> I would put him at least up with like Kurt and Dak, Lamar Jackson. Maybe not those Cam last Newton's four. Guys. a little high. Who? Oh, Cam Newton. Newton. I think he's, he's a little high. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's got an MVP. He's a little mm. high. Is Carson Palmer that good of a quarterback that he's number 16 since the year well, 2000? He's better than two behind him, Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'd take I'd take Kirk Cousins over him. Yeah, I would. You take Kirk Cousins over Carson 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 Palmer? Yeah. Uh, is Cousins? That's, that's a, it's not even. I'd take that's, Alex Smith over Carson Palmer. What? Uh, I don't know wow. about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I almost would take Alex Smith with his one leg. Over Carson Palmer. <laughs> Why do you hate Carson Palmer? I don't know. What are you doing over there? Wow. I always thought Carson Palmer is overrated. That might be true, but doesn't mean you should take him over Carson, Alex Smith. Carson Palmer is 14th in the NFL history as quarterback. 294 um, touchdowns and 15th in passing with 46,000 yards. Yep. I would say great, that's pretty damn good. It's another <laughs> great Raider quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he's on here as a cardinal, sir. Yeah. Derek Carr, <laughs> Carson Palmer, uh, both Ravens. I'm sure most of that was with the Bengals, right? Uh, probably the majority of it, yeah. Nah. He's, nah. I'm still struggling with the idea of Eli Manning being number seven behind Brady, Manning, Rodgers, Breeze, Mahomes, Roethlisberger, and then Eli Manning. I'm struggling with that hard. I really am. Like, you don't think he should be that high or that low? I can't see him above Brett Favre. I think that's my biggest issue. I can see him. But Brett Favre won his Super Bowl in the 90s, right? Yep. No, he did. Yeah. Like he was waning in the 2000s. Right. That's, yeah, that's he the was. Aaron Rodgers era. I guess you're right. Brett I should... should be towards the bottom of this list. But even if you put career to career, I would – I would put Eli over over Brett, okay. and I love well, Brett Favre. I, I mm -hmm. loved his style. I loved watching him. You know, the dude was just a gunslinger and just went out there and played because it was fun, mm -hmm. and never really cared that much for Eli until he finally retired. So, but I would still <laughs> put him over over Brett Favre. That just sounds career to career. career for Eli until he retired because of the two <laughs> Super Bowl wins against the Patriots. Well, that, I mean, but he also, I mean, he's ninth in NFL history in passing yards and 10th in touchdowns. I mean, he's, he had a hell of a career. Where does that, where does, where does Favre rank statistic wise, though? He's like three and he's, four up, isn't he? He's got the most six. interceptions. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Brett Favre, 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 Favre is. Oh, Would you pick Eli for a game winning there. drive? Why not? He had one in the Super Bowl. You're right. He had yeah. one in the Super Bowl. Yeah. How many quarterbacks can say that? You're making it sound like they happen all the time. Game-winning drives in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I guess I'm ready to like true. 17 times. Sure. <laughs> Another Raider quarterback. <laughs> He's an exec. He might have to suit up this year. You never know. I would select mm -hmm. Kurt Warner to number eight and bump hey. everybody else back. Mm, okay, I could I could get on board with that. Now his, I'd put he, Dak in front of a lot of these people in front of him too. Did he win one or two Super Bowls, Kurt Warner? One, two. He played in. He won three. one. He won, he won one. Went to three. He, he, he went to three. One, 
and only won one. And the one he won was against McNair, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. that was in 99. Yes. So can't then, count it. Hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 The record. You're right. You're right. You're right. You guys are, are giving a lot of 90s yeah. cred to these You're right. 2000 <laughs> You're right. 99 You're right. is basically the same thing. No. <laughs> so, so your honor anything before 2000 is stricken for the record oh no 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 he, he got the precedent yes. earlier that 4900 is the same no, as 5000 so is the same as 2000 and those were those were hypothetical stats this is this is something real it's just as tangible here okay well, technically the How year 2000 belongs to the 90s it's the 10th uh, year of that decade so here we go, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the header says 2000. Uh, so if they're going to yes. include 2000, that means the 90s. Look, was the, uh, was the 99 Super Bowl? just a decade. <laughs> was that 99 Super Bowl in the year 2000? No. It was in the 1990s. I know if it was the 99 season. Yeah. If it ended yeah, in the year Super Bowl 2000. in February. Yeah. Would have been and according to Mullins, would have been 2000, 2000 belongs to the 90s. So since yeah. 2000, so technically that counts. Oh, God. This no, it doesn't. Yes, Mullins it does. just it broke it down. Since 2000. It doesn't say since the 90s decade. It says oh, the year 2000. Golly. But therefore, <laughs> that's your win counts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. I think the guy that puts together spreadsheets every day should just be the one to make the call on this. Okay. Right. So let John let John make the call. That. The year two thousand and on counts. Ninety nine <laughs> below does not. It's simple. All right. So the Super Bowl counts then. The Super Bowl counts that okay. one game. So Steve okay. Manier gets credit for his loss. So he made it to the Super Bowl. Okay. And Kurt Warner gets his win. Okay. Right. And then Kurt that, Warner needs to be number eight. Okay. All right. And it's I would settled. put Dak ahead of John. Well, if that's Adams the case, then now, if that's Alex the case, Smith. if we're going by Super Bowls, then Dak then. Uh, I guess he should be. I guess number eight should be good. I'd put Pat Mahomes ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers has like I'd, five I'd, MVPs or something. I would put Breeze ahead of Rodgers and put Pat Mahomes behind him and put Aaron Rodgers behind Pat Mahomes. Yeah, but where does Roethlisberger go? Roethlisberger's got multiple championships. You know I might put Roethlisberger in front of Rodgers. Okay, Roethlisberger should be in front mm. of Rodgers. And then, in my opinion, Mahomes should be behind, behind Roethlisberger, right, for now. Right now, he should be behind Roethlisberger. Why should he be behind Roethlisberger? He has just as many Super Bowls. Statistic-wise, he just should be just for now. Just for now, he should be behind Roethlisberger. So my order would be Brady right now, Manning, Roethlisberger, uh, then Mahomes, and then probably Rodgers. Yeah, Breeze. Yeah, Rodgers Breeze. You're dropping Breeze down that far? Breeze off that? What? Yeah. Is he like the passing leader? That's the dumbest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Roethlisberger has more Super Bowls than Breeze does. We can't he just has go on Super Bowls. That, I mean, you can <laughs> use it as a factor, but you're just like – just line them up by Super Bowls, and what's the point? Well, what's the what's the statistical difference between Roethlisberger and Breeze right now? Mullins, don't you still have all those stats up? Statistics? Oh, yeah, like a mile. I mean, a mile? Is it really a mile? Probably so. Uh, literally, <laughs> in yards. Drew Breeze is second all time in passing touchdowns. <laughs> okay. And passing yards, so he's got eighty thousand passing yards. Eighty thousand mm-hmm. passing yards. Uh, I'm gonna have to look if they don't have it on this page. Dadgummit. I hate it when they do that. Okay, if it's not on the same page, then it's probably I bet, a, I bet Rutherberger has like half. Count. Oh no, he's got 64,000. So still, that's yeah, quite a that's three nice. quarters of, of the passing mm-hmm. yards. Okay, well, then good. Then yeah, I stick by my one mile is. 1,760 yards. He's 14 miles apart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
That's a lot. Yeah, exactly. So, and I love how Russell Williams Wilson just kind of sticks up here. He's not top ten. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he top ten? Out of the people behind him, he's the only. Well, I guess Stafford's got us in Super Bowl now. I put Stafford ahead of Wilson. I'm just glad that three I might even put McNabb in front of Wilson. You put McNabb in front of Russell Wilson? Maybe. No, McNabb? you're crazy. You're crazy. No. You're Stop crazy. Stop. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. I might. No. At least mine had like my person had multiple Super Bowls. At least mine was more legitimate than yours is. Wilson didn't win a Super Bowl. Marshawn Lynch won Super Bowls for them. Wow. Mm. He has the Trent Dilfer effect. He just managed the game. That is not the truth. There's no way. Wow. That is not the close. <laughs> Did Marshawn Lynch throw an interception to lose this? <laughs> there you go. Uh, they they handed it to Marshawn, they'd have had two Super Bowl championships. That's not on Russell Wilson. Yeah. He could have audibled that play. Oh, come yeah. on. He, he could have like, what is Pete thinking? That guy's an idiot. I'm going to audible this to a run, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe Marshawn says, don't give me the ball. I'm, I'm not that, ready that, for it. I guarantee you never would happen. That. <laughs> <laughs> that never has ever come out of Marshawn Lynch's mouth ever. Yeah, another great Raider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't claim everybody. Hey, I know. He, a lot of people pass through those doors. <laughs> Man, we need Kirk Cousin to be a Raider. Wow. <laughs> Only a matter sweet. of time before he gets sweet. over there. Uh, are you, are you counting Jimmy Garoppolo as a, as a, a, a official Raider now already? Even well, though he hasn't laid list. it down, he's a Raider. He's been to a Super Bowl. I mean, on this list, we have three Raiders. So, I yeah, why isn't Jimmy on this list? Uh, I've been to a Super Bowl. Facts. I don't know. Stats. Other than Tannehill. He's lost. You know, there's still a chance that Cam Newton could be a Raider quarterback. True. Or Carson Wentz. He's, he's won a Super Bowl. Carson, oh, Wentz lost. Carson Wentz didn't win a Super Bowl. He was on a winning team. Yeah. yeah he was on the team. He didn't win According one. to you, Marshawn Lynch won the Super Bowl. So, Wentz helped. Marshawn Wentz played. <laughs> Carson, Carson Wentz, did too. He, he won the regular. The he won the regular season games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Lord, y'all getting okay. Well, Man. speaking of champions, yeah, we're gonna keep going go. on here, gentlemen. Speaking of champions, uh, Joey Chestnut wins the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest again, despite the uh, weather delay. It no. wasn't his best showing. I think the all-time record he has is like 76 hot dogs, but he did eat 62 hot dogs. So, uh, hot dogs. Huh? That's a lot of hot dogs. What was what was second place? Do we know? Uh, oh, I think it was I think one behind, I think it was just one or two behind. I think second place was like 60. I don't know, I'm not exactly for sure. Man, so it was close. It was close, I think. I I didn't see the whole thing. I just uh, This picture of him looks like he's struggling. No, nah, this is normal. Really? Think Look at his like, forehead. So how many is that in a row for him? Ooh, I don't know. Actually, it's been a sixteen. It's not a whole lot because he no, it can't be because what's his name beat him a couple years back. Uh, see, let me see. I don't know. What I mean, I'm just is. curious. Kobayashi, is, but I can't remember what his name is. I don't. I can't remember the last time he was beat. He has fifteen titles to in his name, but not in a row. Uh, Nathan's hot dog eating kind of takes home. He takes home. 15 titles, his knee, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Wasn't that dude Kobayashi or something like that that was in it for a while that we kept beating yeah. everybody? Yeah. yeah. Like two years? Uh, a couple yeah. years, yeah. Yeah, their documentary, the documentary about them too is pretty interesting. It's good. Yeah. Um, so do you, do, are you still it. as impressed with these wins or is it, I think he needs like a, a, a rival. 
Like, yeah, if it's just him cool. winning so much, it's like I didn't even. I was like, oh, it's going to be on in ten minutes. I'm like, I don't even care because he's going to win. So basically, you're saying <laughs> right. he's, he's just like Tom Brady. Yeah, he needs a rival. I think he uh, hasn't lost. He lost in 2015 to Matt Stoney. Okay. Who's that guy? Yeah, what are he just yeah, one year wonder? Uh, apparently so because. Did he just win one year time time season? Been, he's, he's like, I don't that. care if I die, I'm doing it. it just, <laughs> just jammed him in. Uh, yeah, he got 62, and Chestnut had 60, so it was pretty close. Now, is that his only defeat in that time period? Yes. So Kobayashi didn't beat him? Kobayashi was Wait. back in 2006, um, and he did beat Joey then. But since then, Joey's won all but that one. Yeah. I think he's got so about 16. 2007 on, it's been yeah. Joey Chestnut. So that's 15 titles or 16 titles in? 16. Okay. 16 titles, yeah. Are you going to go with these numbers? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because this is pretty disturbing. Why is it disturbing? <laughs> okay. So the nutritional facts of uh, eating 62 hot dogs. So the calories for 62 hot dogs. The crazy part is they dip the stuff in water too. It's like wet bread. Wet that bread. Was, that was started by Kobayashi, by the way. That's oh, that was it? Okay. Uh, so the number of calories, 17,920 calories. Uh, now, in like 10 minutes, is the 896% of your daily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Golly, uh, the amount of sodium oh, is ridiculous. Sa- amount of sodium is 48,980 milligrams of sodium, which, John, is what? What is that percentage there? Of mm-hmm. sodium? 20,000. 20, yeah, 20,408. How, oh, how do you not throw up just from that? All the sodium. God. Because he's a well-trained athlete. He is, actually. He, they practice these things. Uh, the total amount of fats, just total fat. Uh, 1,116 grams of total fat. Um, the saturated fat is 372 grams. Trans fat, 62 grams. Which is 28,000% <laughs> of your daily allowed. Uh, Jesus. The, uh, holy crap. Uh, is there a doctor on site during this? I'm assuming there's a doctor have on to site. think there, there would need to be. I mean, there has to be. Gosh. Oh, man. Um, Total carbs, 1,490 uh, grams of carbs. He's got 62 grams of fiber. He's going to need a lot more fiber than that. He's going to need that fiber. (laughs) (laughs) 124 grams of sugar, 620 grams of protein, and 1,860 grams of cholesterol. Man. That's only 62. His record, I think, is 76 or 75. Is it 76? Yeah. Yeah. I I can't imagine what 14 more hot dogs would do to you. No. I saw the one, it had a list of all the things that he's done. And I think he holds a record for the most hard-boiled eggs eaten also. That yes. just, that yeah. just sounds disgusting. Yeah, I like hard-boiled eggs, but it's something like some ridiculous amount of, it's like 72 hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You he want, beat you want, uh, Cool Hand Luke. I was just yeah. about to say that, Karen. You beat me. Dang it. <laughs> okay. You want some more interesting statistics for the, about Joey Chestnut? Let's do it. Okay. Since 2005. He has eaten 1,152 hot dogs and buns. In Just in competition, not for leisure. <laughs> he probably never wants to see those things. <laughs> uh, let's see here. That's, let's see, it says, uh, despite not 
participating in every event since 2005, the total number of hot dogs he has is 682 and a half more than any other eater. So he's eaten 682 more hot dogs more than anybody else. Uh, the total length of the amount of hot dogs he's eaten <laughs> is 7,776 inches of hot dogs or 648 feet. By comparison, uh, let's see, by comparison, the uh, dead center at center field at Yankee Stadium uh, and the Mets field is 408 feet. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron Judge's longest home run ever is 496 feet. And the height of the Statue of Liberty is 305 feet. So he's eaten twice the height of the Statue of Liberty. That's wow. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's think about that. Uh, each. Each Nathan's hot dog in the competition weighs 56 grams. That means he's eaten 142 pounds of hot dogs in his 15 performances. This is not including, this is not including what happened yesterday. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in his career there, eating hot dogs alone, uh, he's consumed 335, sorry, yeah, 335,000 335, calories in hot dogs alone. Uh, it's insane. Yeah. There you go. And like, like Mona says, Matt Stoney is the last person to beat Chestnut in the event. So there you go. So just Man. to kind of add on to this, I, I find this fascinating too, because uh, John mentioned Kobayashi kind of introducing the dip the bread in water. Mm-hmm. Before Kobayashi came on the scene in 2001, uh, in 2000 was the most hot dogs eaten, and it was 25 and an eighth. They count, what? I guess, for Yeah, 25. Kobayashi in 21 doubled it, 850. Holy crap. That's yeah. insane. And then, and then Joey Chestnut came on the scene in 2005. He finished third with 32. In 2006, Joey finished second with 52. To Kobayashi's 53. And then the next year is when Chestnut started winning and breaking records. And he ate 66 hmm. that that next season. That's so in a matter of just lot. a few years, they went from 25 to over 60. So what I'm hearing oh, is Kobayashi is just, you know, a game changer. He kind of uh, yeah. did. If you yeah. if you watch the documentary, like he was, I won't say the first first, but he was one of the first that brought in like it used to be like oh you got to be a big guy and he was the one that started like actually like oh i'm gonna be fit like i'm gonna work out i'm gonna lift weights i'm gonna be toned and i can still do it and then i think joey chestnut kind of goes by that too where he does a lot of workouts that help him eat more and create space and he does all these weird like little routines and stuff but kobayashi kind of he was the groundbreaker for most of this stuff mm-hmm but was it just for that? Was it just for the hot dog eating contest, or was it for something else? Did he have? Did he have any other records going into this? Kobayashi. Yeah, Kobayashi. Yeah. Uh, that I don't know. Okay. But um, you know, he, the hot dog he, is the is the money maker. Yeah, that's where you get all your sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't realize that uh, he also made so much money. Like he makes easily half a million dollars a year. Joey Chestnut does not just from winning the contest, but he also has like brands that sponsor him and everything his sponsorship bring him quite a bit uh of money in every year too so uh that's a lot kobayashi had records in 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 tacos and pizza and 
What else? Uh, maybe what was it. the record for pizza? Was it amount of pizzas or pizza slices or P- what? Pizza slices. How many? So he set a world record at a Canadian biggest pizza eating contest by eating 62 slices. Who did that? Kobayashi? Minutes. Kobayashi. How? That was 12 in 2014. Oh, yeah, 12 God. minutes. It's a lot of pizza. Yeah, 62 yeah. slices in 12 minutes. I'm assuming yeah. this is just like cheese pizza. <laughs> Do you have to eat the crust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have to eat the crust too? Nobody put that crap yeah, in the They also. have to eat the whole thing. Oh my gosh. How many times has somebody choked at one of these places, one of these events? I mean, surely, I mean, all these guys are all highly trained, obviously, but I mean, if you're trying someone to eat had to fast, choke. choke. Yeah. Boy. No. Okay. Here's some of Joey Chestnut's records too. We talked about him a little bit earlier, but. The one for the eggs is a 141 hard boiled eggs in eight minutes. Like, no, I, no, no, thank you at all Dude, for that. He had to be sick after that. Yeah. I don't know how you, how long do you, and how, like, how long do you have to hold this in before you, because you can't throw up, obviously. No, you, I, I think as soon as you're off stage, you can puke. Can you? I think so. As long as okay. you, you know, you get to the finish line and you, you're, you're okay. Uh, you, another, you know, there's going to be some purging going on then. You know what they call yeah. it when you puke? In the, in the eating world, they call it a reversal of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, another one, the Taco Bell one, 53 soft beef tacos from Taco Bell in 10 minutes. When I was in high school, I probably could have done that. <laughs> 53? <laughs> I don't know. I used to tear up some tacos right. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> like, it like was a 12 pack was nothing. Yeah. 12 pack was, they that was a snack. When I was in high school, you could just get a 12 pack. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember uh, eating a 12-pack in high school, but yeah, man, like no problem. 52 is a whole lot more. <laughs> uh, trying, though. The number of pork ribs he's had. He's eaten 13 pounds of pork ribs in 12 minutes. Um, shrimp wontons. He ate 390 shrimp wontons in eight oh, minutes. Uh, 23 six-inch Philly cheesesteaks in 10 minutes. That's insane. Do these guys uh, even enjoy eating? Man, I'd hope so. Like, like on their day off, yeah. like really fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you go have a meal with one of these guys. Uh, okay, here's a couple other good ones: pepperoni rolls. Pepperoni rolls. He's got thirty-six pepperoni rolls in ten minutes. That's impressive. You eat about uh, three of those, and you're like, so yeah, yeah. Reese injected. You're. In <laughs> he's had hundred and eighteen jalapeno poppers. Uh, oh, in 10 wow. minutes Dude. that's fun coming back <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is he, he just had puts here? a do not disturb sign on his door for like <laughs> oh here's a good one out of the golly 102 tamales in 12 minutes that's a lot of tamales man that's a lot of tamales oh man you know there's um, actually a league for this yeah there is major yeah. league eating mle yeah. That's where I'm looking at these stats. Uh, there's a couple. Okay, a couple more. Just two more. Uh, ice cream sandwiches. He's had 25 and a half ice cream, uh, baked bear ice cream sandwiches. I have no idea what that is, but that was in six minutes. Mm-hmm. And he's eaten 257 Hostess Donettis or Donettes. Donettes? Mm-hmm. Donettis? Those are little ones. Yeah, in six minutes. I might be able to do that one. Whew. What's Man, the record for the most milk drink? Oh, I have no idea. Do they have that on here? I have no Let's idea. See. Oh my god, they got a mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 your son. Oh, your son. Oh, golly. Four 
32 ounce bowls of mayonnaise in eight oh. minutes. Oh, no. So sour. <laughs> no so way. Sour. No. Uh, uh. And they had to oh. practice for that, too. They couldn't just like walk up and do that. Oh, oh that's God. a lot of mayonnaise, man. That's, that's horrible. That, makes, uh, that gives me chills, man. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's that even taste buds go off. Oh. Beans. <laughs> they got a lot of stuff in here. It's kind of crazy. What's the most milk ever drank? Um, they haven't seen it yet. Ice cream. Do they like, do like liquids or is it just? Yeah, they do lemonade. They do gallon oh, they lemonade do. At, on, they on the Fourth of July. Also, do they really? Mm-hmm. Butter. You can drink the oh gallon of lemonade God. the fastest. Fruit. But it can't be the same people. You don't want to mess your gut up for one contest. And it's usually different people. But I remember last year watching it was just this, this big, huge dude, man. He just like sucked that lemonade down. I was like, that's impressive. This uh, Sonia Thomas, who's the female champion, she's got a lot of records in here too. And she's petite. She's tiny. She's smaller mm-hmm. she's than uh, Joey. That's what the that's what I'm I'm more impressed by the women eaters a little bit more than the guys are because yeah, they are so tiny. Anyway. What is your body? Your body just must be like this is dumb. Wow. Wow. There's just yeah, some crazy I don't, I don't stuff even in know. here for records. I don't even know how far I can do with any of these things. I have no idea. So anyway, um, Let's keep moving on, gentlemen. Uh, speaking of like statistics and weird, I guess not say stats or whatever, uh, but Domingo German of the Yankees threw a perfect game last week. Uh, obviously, one of the rarities of baseball, right? Uh, but I want to give some some how do I say it? Some you know context of how relevant it is. So, the likelihood of single Major League Baseball game feeds a statistic I looked up earlier. Okay, so. Two grand slams in one inning. Uh, the number of instances that have happened is one time. So that happens every 235,000 baseball games. Uh, 20 strikeouts in nine innings has happened five times. So roughly every 47,000 baseball games. Uh, ooh, hold on. Just two grand slams in a game has only happened 13 times. So roughly 18,000 times that's happened. Uh, a perfect game lost on the 27th batter has happened 13 times. That's a bummer. Sound, that is a bummer, right? Uh, that's happened roughly 18,000 times, too. An unassisted triple play has happened 15 times. So every roughly 15,000th game has happened. Uh, a 10 RBI game has happened 16 times in Major League Baseball, so roughly every about 14,000 games. Uh, four home runs in a game has happened 18 times. Uh, every about 13,000 games it happens. And a perfect game, uh, there's only been 24 perfect games, and that happens every roughly 9,900 games. Um, so nice stat for Domingo's German's perfect game. So uh, speaking of baseball, also game is around the corner. Uh, Rangers have a lot of uh, guys in the starting lineup, so do the Braves. Uh Home run derby. Does that matter to anymore? Anybody? Home run derby? I like it. No. I still watch it. I don't like the format that they do anymore, but I wish they would go back, but it's still enjoyable to watch. What's the format now? Is it just the fact that it's a bracket? They Is do that, that head to head crap. I'll just let them all go at it. I don't like the head to head stuff. Cause then you could have, you know, the guy that you go up against only hits like 10, you hit 15. Um, and then the other head to head matchup, you know, they're like 21 and 20, but the guy that literally hit 20, you know, he's out because he lost to the guy that hit 21, whereas he would have beat the other two. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I, I don't like that format. It should just be they're all against each other. So you just want everybody to get like go a single round and that's it? Yeah. And then, you know, have everybody in there the first round and then you know cut it in half for the second round and so forth. Okay. Yeah, I like that better. Yeah, that's the way they used to do it. I mm-hmm. don't know why they went to this head-to-head crap that they've done the last several years. I think they went that from the old school back in the day, like the 50s and 60s TV show when they did the Home Run Derby on TV. <gasps> Man, I miss that, dude. Do you remember those black yeah. and white Home Run days? Mm-hmm. I used to watch them. Oh, I did too. Those were the best. God, you're old. <laughs> Mullis, you didn't watch that? You didn't no. see the two guys that would go back and forth? At each- that was the best. That was really good. Uh, this was better. So, uh, as far as the current format, it doesn't really bother me. It, it's it, what bothers me about the home run derby is the fact that none of the big players are in it, none of the home run leaders are in it most of the time anymore. And so, that's what bothers me the most about the home run derby. So, these guys like Barry Bonds and some of the guys that you really want to see when they're not there, it takes away from the majesty of the home run derby. Yeah, it's going to be like some guy who you kind of know will win it, but. It's yeah, it's not like when you had, you know, McGuire and Sosa and Canseco and Griffey, Frank Thomas, those guys. It's the same with the yeah. slam dunk contest. Half the time, I don't even know who these guys are in this. I don't even know their names. I mean, they're not even like second tier guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's why, you know, back in the day, you know, you had you know, Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan and you had Sean Kemp and those guys competing in this. Now it's like some guy drafted in the second round who can dunk really good, but nobody knows who he is. Exactly. It's not, none of it. None of it is as exciting as it used to be anymore. So, and I don't understand what the idea of not going into the home run derby is. Like, was it just it? like when did the switch happen? Is it is it just an injury thing or for, for slam dunk and home run derby? Like, why did the big names quit doing it? I assume it was injury, but I. But like they're just making too much money, you w- they would rather rest. Probably, probably, and I, yeah. And I I get that. I get the idea of not wanting to to you know participate in something that's completely unnecessary. Right? You could, I'm sure you could strain something, you know, by going up and slamming dunking the basketball or you know hitting a bunch of home runs. It's also um, like the NBA and, and NFL Pro Bowl and All Star games. Like you know when we were growing up, they were actually kind of competitive and now they're just you know the final score is going to be 170 to 160 and there's going to be just Olay tackles in the pro bowl like nobody's yeah. nobody's trying now nah. it's just not it's not though and that's i don't understand the appeal of not doing it like you would think as a baseball person a baseball player like the fans want to see you hit the home runs like you know if i'm yeah. barry bonds or somebody like that you think Hey, these guys actually want me to. They want me to hit the the baseball, or they yes. want me to, um, you know, be in the slam dunk contest. That's you would think that as a fan. Now, as you get older, I'm sure that's one of those things. Like you know what? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna back off a minute. I'm gonna let some of these younger guys maybe do it or whatever. But you know, in your prime, I figured it'd be like totally like like when the when Barry Bonds was in the middle of the home run uh, breaking the home run record, or whatever that year, he didn't do the home run derby. I'm like, why not? Why not do the home run derby? You're the leader. Everybody wants to see you hit Jack home run out of there. So anyway, that's just my take on all that. So um, anyway, uh, Rangers still are leading the West. The AL Central is just crap. <laughs> yeah. God, it's so bad. 
Uh, the Twins are, are back over 500 again. So, oh, good for them. <laughs> it's just a one, back and one game. <laughs> it's a back and forth of just like we're a game over, we're a game under, we're a game over, we're a game under. And think how yeah. bad that division is, and the White Sox are fourth in that division. Yeah, you're still in single digits. You're seven games yeah, back, seven, but, seven back, but we're never gonna catch them. Like this, we're never gonna catch them. <laughs> uh, look at the whole division in the last ten: five and five, six and four, four and six, five and five, four. They're all just, you know, fifty yeah. five hundred, five hundred baseball, just all across the board. Yeah, no one can catch anybody uh, except for the Royals. Yeah, uh, except for the Royals. You're right; they are. Almost 20 games back. You're right. But everybody else after that. Uh, so that's just a bad division. Such a bad division. And then the AL East, you have everybody that's at least 500 and above. Yeah. So, uh, so and the Rangers, and the Rangers freaking dropped those games to the Astros over the weekend. And I just was, I wasn't mad. I was just like, you could have grew that lead between yourselves and the Astros closer to about six or seven games. And now they're two and a half. So, yeah, it is. So, it's and I remember when we yeah. were saying, could the A's differential in Texas get to 400? They're, mm-hmm. they're at 395 right now, difference between the two. So, <laughs> yeah. Texas has 159 and A's have negative 236. 236. 395 Actually, runs. The A's are 227 after their game today. Thank you very much. Oh, excuse me. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I didn't calculate today's stat yet. <laughs> uh, shoot. Uh, well, and then National League Baseball is just it's just basically the Braves, it feels like, and everybody else. So the Braves are just playing good baseball right now. So the nine and one, their last 10. They got like eight all-star players on the on either starting or playing, you know, backup. So I don't know. Braves looking good. So Dang. Oh, well, uh, let's keep moving on. Uh, NBA basketball, we've got going summer leagues going on. Uh, John, you said that Victor is making his debut on Friday? I believe so. Okay. That's what I hear. I don't even know who they're playing. Oh, I think they're playing Charlotte again. They were talking about having number one against number two with Brandon Miller. Ooh, already, huh? Yeah. I mean, we played him a couple of days ago and beat him without him. So, yeah, not too that, aren't they? Uh, they're playing um, the Lakers right now, and they're last I looked, they were beating them. Why are they waiting for the debut for Victor? What's going on there? I don't know. I don't know why he's not playing right now. Let Probably just yeah. yeah, he just you know he just finished the the French thing and just got drafted number one. He probably had a lot going on, so they're probably he had a bunch of breakfast tacos. Yeah, I was gonna say he's That's full of breakfast tacos. Yeah, chorizo and eggs. Chorizo and eggs. That'll do it. Mm, that sounds good right now. His stomach's got to get uh, used to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> what if what if it, he goes out on the court and he looks like like Shaq? Like he's just been eating breakfast. Talking. Like all of a sudden he, he looks like Sean Kemp does right now. In a week? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, Texas. He's just been eating like chicken fried steaks and gravy and grits. And he's just bloat. <laughs> Don't just you like, Jamarcus Russell him. Oh, wow. Another great Raider. Another greater. Another great Raider. Number one draft pick. Don't ever forget it. Yep. There's a long lineage. When did the summer league start? I mean, when did they start playing summer leagues? Oh, I don't know. And why? Been a long long time. Rookies? Yeah, it's just to ease in rookies. I don't know. Seems kind of dumb to me. 
Why is it dumb? It's just getting it's getting just like OTAs. basketball. It's OTAs. You're just like you're just getting reps, you know? Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. Okay. Yeah. Explain right. yourself. On Please that one. expand <laughs> on that comment. They have a season for a reason. It's not you don't play except you're during the season. Okay. So I mean, if they want to play warm-up games or preseason games, then okay. But a whole nother like season? No, nah, that's just dumb. So you know, squad like, scrimmages in NFL shouldn't happen either. That's part of the preseason. This is not preseason. Oh god. But you you know, like even well, you, you might not know this, but like during the season is going on. They're also playing a G League season at the same time. And there's guys dropping up and down constantly playing in both leagues. Well, baseball does that with minor league. Yeah, yeah that's different. Like the Spurs do that a lot. They'll drop a guy down and he'll play for a couple of weeks in the G and then they bring him back up. Wait a yeah. minute. Isn't but, there guys that play summer league baseball and minor league baseball? Yeah. So what's the difference? There's what? Isn't there guys who play summer league baseball? Baseball goes on league. during summer. No, no. Yeah, no, it's no. called Major League Baseball. It's played during the summer. <laughs> Are you talking about like uh, Cactus League and yes, Great It's not no. It's not that's, that's 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 preseason. preseason stuff. That's preseason stuff. But there are summer. There are like college summer leagues going on and stuff like that during the summertime. So once baseball sees college baseball is over, college baseball in a sense has like like for instance like uh, here locally, there's a Texas Collegiate League here. That includes the Brazos Valley Bombers, and it's all just college kids and summer baseball. But that's not Major League Baseball, so. Yeah. It's not the Texas Rangers playing during the winter or early spring. Well, it's not anybody who's a, you know, it's usually just the uh, the rookies, usually, or maybe one of your, your one or two guys. Well, they should yeah. or guys, call, you know, have different teams. They should, should be called something different. Sure. I mean, these are basically but, just glorified. I mean, it's some of the not every team even participates in these. Like some of these leagues are whatever they have like four teams in the league. That's why that that's why the Spurs are playing Charlotte again because there's only like four or five teams, six teams in this this, and, and they'll be spread out. So there'll be like one in Las Vegas, one in Charlotte, one in Milwaukee, you know. And so not all the league is in one place. They're kind of just spread out. Kind of like camps. Yes, you know, like how like. Like you were saying earlier, I think like sometimes the Cowboys and the Texans might have a joint scrimmage type thing. It's, it's almost like that. But again, that's like preseason it's stuff. It's, it's more practice. practice. This is like a summer league. And don't they like, get, weren't y'all talking to something about them playing for like the championship or some crap like that? I mean, nope. That was the play in the, the Final Four tournament that they're introducing that we were talking about. Oh. The heck was that? Oh, sorry, <laughs> Holy Ghost. But <laughs> so, right. does it does it make more sense now, Mullins, or no? Nah, it's stupid. <laughs> Spurs just won their second game, by the way. So, okay, good. In the California Classic is what they're calling it. What are y'all? Well, speaking of all this season stuff uh john i think you shared that earlier that there's an in-season tournament now uh yeah, for tournaments about it but yeah some details are supposed to come out on saturday but what's your what's your initial thought what's your initial uh thinking here <laughs> i mean i i just want to know what is the benefit of it like what are you going to get out of it why do it are, are people just gonna sandbag this too and that oh i'm hurt so i can't play so 
just put the backups in or is it going to be a real competition or why? I don't know. It's, it's I don't understand the reasoning for it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they do this in soccer too, right? Did they, yeah, they, they do it some in soccer. Sort of, what's the benefit in soccer? Uh, I don't know. I think it's extra money, isn't it? Isn't there winnings, John? In the, in this? Yeah, there's there's got to be winnings. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work in America like that. I I like the idea of it if 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 it meant something was beneficial in the playoffs. If there was something that you were putting the top four teams in into this final four tournament, right? And let's say there's some sort of tiebreaker somewhere. Right. And you'd be like, hey, we had that. Uh, um, you know, let's say somebody ended with the same record, you know, one and two seed, and you're just trying to figure out what the tiebreaker is. You know, you could be like, hey, well, so and so won the tournament. I, if that's something like that, where you could have something, uh, then yeah, I think that would be good. I think that'd be a good way to differentiate something in the playoffs and seeding, maybe. But if it's, if we're just playing to play and all you're getting out of it is the, half million dollars at the end of it, maybe half a million dollars per player. I don't know what the winnings would be. I have no idea. But if you're doing it for that, I don't know. But the games are counting all regular season games too, which is weird. All the games, the understanding from this little tournament, are counting towards the 82 regular season game season. So I don't know how that plays out either going long term. I, I have I no idea. I found an outline. This, was, this is from April 8th that they were talking about. This is the rumored structure of this says the league will be divided into six pools of five teams apiece. The pools will be composed of teams from the same conference, but that doesn't mean it's the same divisions. Uh, on designated days during the first six weeks of the season, I think that's been changed. Teams will play four group games. Uh, the winner of each of the pools advances to a single elimination. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if necessarily this is what they came up with, but this is what was proposed. Uh, the players on the winning tournament team would receive 500000 each. The NBA schedule released in the offseason will include only 80 games. The teams that do not advance the knockout stage will have two more games added to their schedule. The teams that reach the tournament finals will play 83 games. Uh, that's it. Apparently, hmm. the WNBA has been doing this over the last two years. Called the yeah, they have a commissioner's cup. cup. Yeah. Yeah. And do they get $500,000 each? They probably get I don't think so. each. Yeah. That's a good question. It says the problem the league has yet to address is how to get the teams to take the tournament seriously. Exactly. Uh, it says there's no reason at present for teams to care about pool play games in the tournament more than any other regular season game. So, yeah, that they're basically worried about the same thing we are, whether they're going to take this serious or not. What would you do? If you're the player, what would you do? Seriously, like unless there's a big cat, let's say there's a big cash buyout or cash winnings or whatever. I don't know. Let's say the purse is like ten million dollars for the team. You know, split it up against I don't know all the players. Um, would you do it? Is that enough money to lure you into playing a couple extra games? I think it depends on where you're at in your career. If you're LeBron James, no. But if you're a guy who's barely you know, number 13 on the roster, then you might care a little bit more. That's a lot of money for you, probably. Mm-hmm. Cook, Mullins, are you are you playing or are you not playing? Are you being old school and playing in this thing and just doing it for the sake of it? Or are you just like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm, I'm passed by so the my games time. Don't count, the games don't count towards the records, right? What records? Their regular season record? Well, I'm not saying they do. The championship yeah, game does you not. Play. Okay. Yeah, you get to the championship game and it's 500,000 on the line. I mean, 500,000 is 500,000. 
Okay. Yeah, I kind of agree with uh, John. Depends on 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 where you're at in your career. If you're one of the top players, then no. Interesting. If you're one of the top players, would you not want to pull this out for the guys lower on the roster? No. 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 Really? And the lower guys shouldn't want them to. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think I'd want to save my my superstar for the for the rest of the season. Yep. Yeah, just wait till somebody gets hurt in the championship game, and this will go away. It will. It will. I didn't. I couldn't find what they in the WNBA they get for the the Commissioner's Cup or whatever. But I did find if you win the like WNBA championship, what your bonus is. If you if you're winning the winning team, the players on that team get an eleven thousand dollar bonus. Wow, eleven thousand three hundred fifty six, and that was sad. as of January twenty twenty three. So that's crazy. That's sad. What kind of that's viewership do they get though? That I, that's where the money comes from. You don't have viewership, you don't get money. That is true. Uh, so what I'm hearing is Joey Chestnut makes more than the average WNBA player. I mean, the he average yeah. NBA player is like twenty. Probably like twenty thousand dollars or something. That's dumb. That's why they have to go overseas and play in the off season so much. That's the whole reason Brittany Griner, as big a star as she is, was over in Russia. Yeah, because they yeah. pay more overseas. They do. And a lot of these girls have to play like year round just to make ends meet. Because you know who can survive on twenty thousand dollars? Yeah. So. Like I don't these even are, know. These are professionals. This is the highest you can go as a as a female basketball athlete. And if they're getting paid twenty, then they got to pay because they're sports athletes. They got to pay forty percent tax on that. You can make more. So really at, making like sixteen grand. You can make more at Bucky's than a WNBA <laughs> yeah. athlete for sure. You, you can. Yeah. Those, some of those guys yeah. are making you know twenty dollars an hour. Yeah. That's sad. That's, yeah. that's not good. Is it just? Is it just the? I don't know. Like I've watched, I've watched plenty of college women's basketball games, but WNBA, I have. I, I'll be honest, I don't really watch it till basically to the finals. I don't really watch the their games to the finals. I mean, is so. it me just as a casual fan? I mean, I'm not like somebody's like oh, I got to watch WNBA, but. Like, I don't even see advertising for it. Like, I, I wouldn't even know when their games are on. I barely know when their season is on. Like, I see I their see advertising any... during NBA playoffs, but that's about it. Well, I think ESPN and all the ESPN, you know, plethora of channels are the exclusive owners of the WNBA. So there's nobody else that I think is allowed to broadcast uh, the WNBA. And that, that's maybe what the problem is. They probably need a different media compensation package so that, you know, because the NBA is what on NBA – TV, they're on TNT, they're on ESPN and all their channels. And ABC? is that it? And they're also regionally, like some of the regional games, like for example, like the Mavericks regional channels have, you know, carry it. And same thing for the Spurs and the and the Rockets, all the regional ones get, you know, get carried. So I think the regional coverage probably needs to improve for some of the viewership to go up. Um, that's something that I could think of to make some a little bit better. So yeah. but, I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to grow the viewership of the WNBA. So yeah, it seems like after this many years, it, it would have caught on a little bit more, or made a little bit more money for their players. Yeah, I enjoy watching women's NCAA tournament much more mm -hmm. than I do the WNBA. Yeah, I agree too. So uh, I think I heard someone that it was a Shaq that was talking about lower the gold eight feet. Really? In the WNBA, that way you have more. Um, Dunks, dunks, and athletic type plays, and it would add a little more entertainment to the game. That's not a bad idea. That's not bad. I think it was eight mm -hmm. foot. Maybe it was nine foot. It was either eight or nine foot. 
Maybe. It would, it would definitely change change uh, the game, that's for sure. But it would be worth it would be interesting to see what a what a tournament like that would look like. You know, if you put a a, a preseason tournament, you know, together and just see what the uh, the the change is with that, I would be up for it. So. So I'll give you an idea here. So for the WNBA last year, the average viewership was 379,000. Okay. Just to give you, that was during the regular season. Uh, The finals hit, where was that? Uh, Crap, it's not giving me that. Let's look at the NBA. The NBA average during the regular season was... Ah, crap, this site's blocking me. It only let me look at one thing, but it's like 30 million. Wow. So for it's finals? No, for regular, regular season. Regular season. Football, American football is like 114 million. So 30 million for all games combined. Right. The average viewership, you know, uh, during the season, regular season for NBA. So they're not mm-hmm. even at a million. They're not even at half a million. No. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Baseball is at like around 40 million. Hockey is around 43 million. So, yeah, they're, it's, I mean, if you're not bringing in viewership, and, and like you say, maybe they're just not promoting it right or whatever. But if you're not going to have the viewership, you're not going to have the big money. No. Because the salaries, in the salary comparison too is just ridiculous. I mean, you've yeah. got guys that are getting four year con- or three year contracts for $120 million. Four-year contracts for 180, five-year contracts for 206 million dollars. I mean, the salary isn't even close in comparison between the WNBA and the NBA right now. I mean, you know, they get paid more than the, their franchises are worth in the WNBA. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if you have any million-dollar contracts in the NBA right now. Just like a, a total value on any of the players. Says the the minimum NBA salary like you no years experience you're mm-hmm. just the last guy on the roster okay you're gonna make a million just a little bit over a million basically okay so i mean you're your you know taxes and all that so you're like you know seven hundred fifty thousand or so let's see what minimum nba WNBA is uh, that's ridiculous <laughs> because you have like you said you have so many guys this is this in this reagent period right now just so many guys that have signed you know, even just even just four years, $53 million. I think the guy from the starting point guard for the Heat that went to the Lakers, Vincent, he got four years, I think like fifty-three okay. million or sixty-four million. Well, it seems like they 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 might have bumped it up a little bit. Okay. So if you're a third round pick or undrafted in the WNBA, your minimum salary would be sixty-two thousand. So that's that's more than last I when I, I think we checked in like about two years ago. So yeah. Sixty-two thousand—that's your minimum. So you bet okay. you're going from uh, in the uh, NBA a million to sixty-two thousand. That's a long taxes, way. To, probably. That's, so, that's a long way to catch up, man. That's a long way to catch up with that. You take off another, you know, a quarter of that, another fifteen off of that, you're down to like forty thousand, thirty-seven thousand. What are some of the best players in the WNBA are making? Do we know? Like, uh, what's her name? Wilson. Is it, is it AJ? You want like AJ? Sue Bird and those guys? Yeah, Sue Bird or Asia well, Wilson. It says here, even if you're the first pick in the draft, uh-huh. you, like the, the, if you're undrafted, you get 62,000. If you're the first pick to one through four, you get 74,000. So there's only oh, 12,000 wow. difference between, you know, like in the 
NFL, like, you know, yeah. you're first and second, it's millions of dollars. Yeah. No. Uh, like Sue Bird, let's see. I mean, she's probably the best in the league right now. One of Got them, a, yeah. One of the top five, yeah. say. Uh, says the highest paid player in the NBA is uh, or was Diana Tarazi. Okay. Uh, her and two other girls, they have an annual salary of 234000 That was a May 19th of this year. Wow. That's not even, that's just a so quarter they, of the minimum. Are, that's like the Michael Jordans of their league are making 234000 Oh, man. Yeah, they need, they, I think their collective bargaining agreement and their media rights agreements definitely need to change. I think they, I think they have to expand their, their viewership with some kind of media agreement. So they have, they got to bring in more revenue. Well, I think you bring that in more revenue. Like we talked about, like W, like the, talk about the NBA has got, is that it got at least three, you know, at least three, what I want to say, whatever viewerships. You got the NBA TV, you've got TNT, and you've got all the ESPN channels, which includes ABC, ESPN one and two, and all that stuff. You know, you got, Three distributors, I guess you could say right there. If the WNBA is only being shown on ESPN and you're not showing all the games or most of the games, then you're not going to get enough guys out there or people to sponsor the rest of that. So yeah, here's another reach. stat. So last year, the top rated WNBA game was game three between the Aces and the Storm. And it had a viewership of 905,000. Oh, that, that's their absolute top. Just to give you... Uh, some other stats. Uh, the National Women's Soccer League championship mm -hmm. game had 915,000. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Miami Grand Prix Formula mm -hmm. One had 200 or 2.5 million. Do you have what do you have? Uh, uh, what the women's college championship was? Women's college championship had 4.85 million. Yeah, Ooh. see, I, I don't understand oh. the like why, like Sosa said earlier, like. We'll watch yeah. that game, but then yeah. somehow when they get in the NBA, we don't care anymore. Right. WNBA. I don't understand that either. I don't know why I don't. Well, I, I think I think it's where their season also is, though. I think it's tough for them to to get started because they start like right after football, don't they? Don't they start right after the football season's over Super Bowl? They start off right, yeah. right about there. Right. And so once they get to that, uh what they're they are in I mean, NBA season's still going on, and then you have major league baseball that kicks off. And by the time their season ends, isn't we get, we, you get close to the beginning of football season, don't you? Don't they like squeeze it in between the end of football, beginning of football, their whole season? I mean, that's that's a that's a hard thing to sell, during, especially during summertime. Summertime, everything is so. Well, when would be a better time? You don't want it during the football or NBA season because yeah. then no, I think that's. I mean, that's the you, best time of the year crushed. to do it. Yeah, yeah, but the women's that dead game. zone after football and like usually baseball, like. You're only casually watching baseball. It's not like you're watching all every game. No, I don't disagree with you, but you're also you also have, I mean, the women's college basketball games go on during the men's college season go, going on, and they they have games that they show on Sundays. They the like the uh, like ESPN Network, for example, will show three or four women's college basketball games on yeah. Sundays. Yeah. So at one, four, and seven, I believe they'll they'll show their games. I mean, I there's nothing wrong with that. I think people just, I mean, I think people like college ball better to begin with, you know, um, yeah. and especially, I don't know. I think women's is in, in, in college basketball is, I don't know. It is, it's a little bit more exciting. And maybe it's, I say that just because, you know, A&M actually has 
won something in the women's basketball, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it, I don't know. It's just different. It's, it's, it's the purity. It's before they become 60. <laughs> it's before they become 60,000 heirs. Uh, yeah. Money gets to their head. Uh, nope. but, but is it, is it, let me ask you this. Is it fan base too? Like, is it fan base because there's not an entrenched uh, fan base with some of these teams now? Cause the WBA yeah. as a whole is what, 20 years old, right? Roughly right. John. Is it 20 uh, yeah, years old? Yeah. Somewhere in there. Or Mullins, there. Anybody? Uh, Houston team won three in a row to start it off. Yeah. Comments. Yeah. Who aren't even a team anymore. No. Uh, but yeah, and I, I don't know if the, it's the, I don't know if it's the viewership or I'm sorry, the fan base that's just not holding on to so some of this. Why did they not? I mean, I guess they're trying to keep themselves somewhat separated from the NBA, but I would think to build in that fan base you would have based your women's teams off of the men's teams. Like you would yeah. have had a female version of the Lakers or a female well, version of the Spurs. Did that, or, they did that at first. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think you would have a better chance of having your fan base there if you did it that way. And why wouldn't you mm-hmm. want to play during the NBA season? Because why couldn't you open up a, a Lakers game in a sense with a WNBA game? You or, know, or, or maybe like, I don't know how it would work, but what if you did almost like a double header like you had a lakers yeah. game and then you had a comments ga- or right. whatever sparks game yeah. right afterwards yeah. yeah and people are already there they're like well let's stick around and yeah. then they might like it and then you're growing your fan base yeah exactly why yeah. aren't we the wnba commission <laughs> we can figure this out <laughs> we got this uh, <laughs> yeah yeah like, like so. just do like you said just kind of have double headers you don't have to do it all the time but do it a couple times yeah yeah i mean i so. would do that I don't I, 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 how to listen anyway. There's some other things you could do too. Um, before we finish our show, though, I got I've got I want we're selling the NBA and I want to bring you up uh, the NBA up one more time. So they made some changes to uh, basically to receive any NBA awards or honors. You have to be on the floor for 65 games in the season, and you have to play at least a minimum of 20 minutes uh, in that game in those 65 games. Um, Interesting. I did not you, hear this. Yes. Do you agree? 65 games, you said? You have to play in 65 games to be eligible for like all NBA teams, uh, NBA MVP, like, you know, awards like Six that. Man, all those. Yeah, all those things. And you have to play at least 20 minutes uh, on the floor in those games. Is this, wow, to, is this to get rid of the, the resting stuff? I believe so. Yes. Were people huh. missing more than 17 games due to just sitting on like just tired or whatever? Well, let me give you an example here. So uh, what's happened here? This is an example in the article I read about this. Okay. So uh, Memphis's Jaron Jackson Jr. He won defensive player of the year, but he only played in 64 <laughs> games. He sat out the season finale. If he would have played in that last game and just got his normal t- about 20 minutes, or I think he averages 30, 30 minutes in the game. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, it got, played at least 20 minutes. He uh, would have won again that year, but because uh, in this example here, he only played 64 games, he would not have been eligible for defensive player of the year. Now, was he injured or he just sat those games out? According to the article, he just sat that game out. But what about oh, the, the 16 oh, the, before that? Oh, the 16 before that, I don't know. Uh, there, there is a, there is a clause here. Basically there's a season ending, there's a injury protection or season injury protection basically says that, um, if you played, if you're injured and you, but you played at least 62 games, then you still qualify. 
Um, but you, but if you're healthy the whole season, you've got to be in there 65 games. Hmm. I like the I theory of it. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous they're having to make that rule though. I mean, the statistics show the load, the load uh, management stuff's not working. Okay. So it's just uh. You mean all injuries as a whole? Yeah, it's not. Okay. It's not. It's not helping. Okay. Well, what about some of these guys? I know the Spurs. I mean, it, they're not doing it necessarily to stay healthy, but it's just a if you play like three games in a five day period, they're they're just letting you rest. It's not necessarily for an injury or prevention. It's just my, I know my guys gassed. From what I what I read, I, I wish I had the article. It was talking about the guys from the eighties and nineties who played full schedules. The injury rate was dramatically lower than it is now. Mm. Won't you say the game's different though now? Would you say the the guys are bigger and stronger, much more faster? Nineties, I guess that's true. So, I I I I'm kind of for this rule because I I'm tired of the I'm tired of the sitting out. I mean, sixty five games is an 83 game season i mean come on 65 you're sitting that's like the way john said are are people sitting out that many games games. that's that's a quarter of the season almost that's there should be no reason to sit out that much yeah like you said i could see like oh you played you know four games out of five days and you're gassed that that's not the norm in the nba that doesn't anymore and they tried to cut back on that the, the scheduling and stuff Back-to-backs yeah, and all that stuff. I mean, they're yeah. even cutting back on the – like you said, they're cutting back on the back-to-backs, which I think is dumb. Play back-to-back. Well, LeBron two wa- games in a row every day. It'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, be done in three months. Let's bump it to 162 games. Uh, yeah. Day-night doubleheaders. They do in hockey. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I like it. I, I, I think it's arbitrary for the 20 minutes, though. Like, how are you supposed to make sure that he's getting the 20 minutes every time? That's what I mean. And I guess if you're a starter, you're going to get always, I guess you're going to get 20 plus minutes on the normal anyway. So I guess that part is affecting the six man, though. The six man award. I mean, some of those guys don't. Is that might not go for him? If he's coming off the bench, he might not get 20 minutes a game. Yeah. So right now, the the words that are mentioning right now are MVP, all NBA teams, defensive player of the year. Uh, stuff like that. Those are the three awards mainly that, uh, that I've seen in the article. Okay. Yeah, I think that's mainly from the start. I thought it was like, all of them. No, 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 no. Six so, man's probably different. But um, so I between think, the play-in game and what you're saying with the with the now this, and then they added also the flopping rule. Oh yeah. So I mean, the, things are changing. I like the flopping rule. You shared that, John. That, I like that flopping rule. I do. Because it's what it's a it's possession to the other team and a free throw, right? You get a free throw and possession. It's almost like a technical. It's considered a technical. Yeah. I'm surprised but, LeBron didn't announce his retirement as soon as that rule came up. <laughs> and it's then probably he still is home crying about it. Uh, aren't they? They they are assessed a a, a technical, but it doesn't count toward their their six fouls. fouls, right? Yeah, but does it count towards their normal technical? Build up to the it, season, though, right? It, yeah, it I think it does. That? Okay, yeah, I think it does. And does and it think count it, of uh, if you get two in the towards, game, you're out? Yeah, I think it does. I think it counts. Okay. Well, they said it wasn't going to count toward your 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 six fouls or whatever, like regular fouls. Well, that's dumb. So we're just going to give you an extra foul? Well, I don't think it's okay if, it's okay if you break the, the technicals over. in general. I don't think they count as regular fouls anyway. No, they do. There's some of they them actually count towards your personal fouls. Yes, they sure do. So what we're what we're saying now is it's cool to break these rules, but if you break these rules, you don't they don't really count. So all they're, they're, rules are, and, and all and rules are not the same. In effect, yet they're trying this out in the 
in the maybe summer league. I think they started it in summer league testing this out. So like if the coach gets a technical foul, does that count against the six fouls? No. Your 16 fouls? Coach no, this is, is this is each person gets six fouls. Right. Oh, okay. Each per- I got you. Coach only gets two. You'll get fouled out on your sixth foul. No. Yeah. Coach gets two T's, he's out. Yeah. I think more. I think that the eventually, John, I think that this should count towards your personal foul count. I think it should. I think it should. Yeah, but then it I don't know. All okay, the well, fouls it, they did say that that like the it the I don't even know if the ref has to call it like immediately. They said that like if somebody flops but they keep playing and they don't notice it, that the next timeout or stoppage of the ball, the whoever back in New York can call it in and say. Double check that. No, no, yeah, that's, no, that's too much. Yeah, that's too. It needs far. to happen instantaneously or not at all. Yeah. Well, well, I don't. If he calls it instantaneously, then you're just adding these dumb calls the refs already do, and then now you're gonna like it's for them to decide whether he flopped or not. So I don't like. What that. happens if you get down to the last ten seconds of a game and you got to yeah. back and forth real quick? Someone calls yeah. the last second timeout, thinking they're down by two. Oh, wait a minute! Someone flopped. They get a free throw. Now you're down by three. Well, yeah. Tell your part, your teammate not to flop. Yeah. That's on him. No, that, that, to go back exactly no, to the flow in the end of the game doing that. To go back and make a call? No, no. I can see that stuff being made up. Yeah. yeah. You get you get you have three refs on the court and a guy that's at the bench. If those four guys don't notice it, then it no. Nah, they I don't, they want, don't no. notice fouls now. We complain about them fouling or not fouling constantly. I, I know that. I don't and want to they, give them all the power. And those calls get missed, and I, we understand that as a fan, and it makes us mad. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I don't want somebody to arbitrarily buzz from New York and just be well, like, hey, check that. No, I don't, uh-uh. I don't, no, I don't think it's arbitrarily. I think they see something. There's a reason they did it. They're mm-hmm. not just, hey, man, we haven't done one this game. Know, let's, let's just do it. There's 10 <laughs> seconds left. We got we to sneak one in. Uh-huh. They're it's doing like the it because they the saw day. a flop. That's the reason they're doing it. Uh, that's got to be a really egregious flop. If if yeah, I don't think they're going to – I think it's going to have to be pretty obvious. Well, what about LeBron James? Was it in the playoffs where he, like, slid sideways into the into the crowd? And yeah, he, sat he there did. And the guy yeah. Just, he handed him a towel, and he was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that should be an injection. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's interesting, all this. I didn't I didn't realize the, the, the minutes thing. So uh-huh. and it, I kind of like all this change. I, I, like, I mean, I like the NBA is at least trying to do something to address the flopping. I just don't like the idea of them retro looking at everything and to be like, hey, there, we missed something, blah, blah, blah. Because you could do that for any call. So why would you just do it for flopping? And I don't know yeah. if you can, like, challenge it. I don't, I don't know. So then I think they gave the coaches two challenges, by the way. I think they gave them two challenges now going into the season. So we'll see how it goes. So, uh, did y'all see the lady that swung the golf ball and her tee hit yeah. into her back pocket? Did you see it? That was pretty crazy. I'm the one that yeah. posted it. Of course, I'll talk. Wow. Okay, John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> John is obviously hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Stop flashing out. Uh, goodness gracious. I'm just asking. Dang. All right. Steal my thunder. I don't think your thunder was stolen. I just asked if anybody stolen. else had seen it. Eat okay. two Snickers. Yeah. I can't. It's after seven. Maybe do it like yeah. this too, John. Do it like this also. Maybe you should do it that way. Double fist. You know? Even like this, <laughs> one at a time. Uh, is, today your, is today your 600 calorie day? You may not be able to no, eat. No, that's them. tomorrow. Yeah. 
What's going on with the 600 calories, by the way? You're, are you, you're doing the opposite of Joey Chestnut? What are you doing over there? I'm, I'm yeah, there's no way. I'm not, I'm not eating all those horrible things. <laughs> so what's going on with the 600 calories? What are we doing this for? I'm just trying to lose a little weight. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. What do you weigh, John? About a buck 70? Like right now or when I started? <laughs> uh, when you start? 180. What do you weigh now? 171. As of last Friday. All right. What are you trying to what get you, to? Yeah, exactly. What are you trying to get to? 10? Probably like what 155, maybe. 111? Uh, is that your ideal weight, John? Yeah, I think that'll, that'll do. Are you, that'll are, you do. Going for, are you going for this trophy yeah. husband husband look? Is that what you're trying to do? No, I mean, I haven't worked out one day yet. I've just <laughs> I've done anything athletic. Just changed eating habits. Uh, isn't that going to affect? You're gonna get uh, those sick pythons. Are gonna are they're gonna go away? Yeah, that's what I was no, thinking. They're just gonna get more. They're gonna get real sick. They get that Y cut. <laughs> uh, Where's that Y cut at? Where's that? It, well, it's not really there right now. <laughs> it's not. Uh, I can't find it. Oh well. Yeah. All right. There. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess you'll be the eye candy of the show. Then I guess you'll take over Mullen's role here. I'm coming team. for his throne. That's, that's what yeah. it sounds like. Yeah. So, all right, Mullins. I hope you're. Are you prepared to give it up? Oh no, I, I'm working out. See, he's he's actually doing like physical activity. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you're just no. not eating an extra hot dog a day. And that's why I got the why. That's why I got it. See, <laughs> if you're asking why, Carrie knows. Yeah. <laughs> uh shoot. Uh, let's go to final thoughts, guys. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's go to final thoughts. Uh who's the, who's kicking off this time? Anybody? I guarantee it won't be Carrie. Okay. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first this time. <laughs> I'll go first this time. Um first off, uh Rangers, uh, we're having having a season, and this is not what I expected. I did not expect 51 games. I didn't expect to be leading the AL West. Uh, and here we are going into the all-star break. We're having both. Uh, I just wanted to just, you know, tease with the wild card most of the season and, and, and just squeak in. Um, and now I have hope and that's dangerous. So but to the Rangers, <laughs> thank you very much for a, a very fun season so far. I am enjoying this team immensely um, outside of one injury to DeGrom. I mean, it's been great. And Evaldi just like, he has been the best pickup, I think, over the offseason by far. He's just pitching so many innings for the Rangers and um, definitely underrated. Uh, I don't remember what we signed him to. However, I know it's at least two or three years, so I look forward to that. Uh, we didn't talk about a show, but I'll talk about it now. Aggie football recruiting is stepping up. It's been nice. Uh, it's, we've jumped, I think, like 30 or 20 spots in the last like week or so. Um, Mullins probably knows that better than I do. But it's definitely happening. So, and then we're only at 16 recruits. We still have space for more. So, hopefully, that class will grow. Um, basketball season has definitely been busy. Of course, uh, Victor Wimbyama is obviously all the news for us. But also, the Blazers are shopping Lillard around. I'm extremely curious where he ends up landing. Um, I hope he goes someplace where he can win a championship. But I'm not going to lie. I'd like to see him in black and silver. I think he'd be a great asset. I think he'd be an excellent leader for the young group of Spurs and heck, you know, I mean, with Victor in three or four years, and I think literally could play great for another three or four years. Hey, you could get a championship and, you know, all is good for uh, basketball. 
And then football. Football is not that far away. It seems crazy that we just talked about it and we just had the draft and we were talking about that and we're breaking everything down. We're talking less than, I think, less than, I think, 54 days for high school football. Uh, you know, about, I think it's like 65 days for college football and a little bit, you know, a little bit more for NFL. So it's just around the corner. We'll start breaking down our divisions and everything like that. And all I'm going to say is Dak for the dark horse for the MVP. And that's my final thought there. Okay. Um, you, you, you brought the Spurs. Of course, we're excited about Wimbenyama. We're going to be, you're going to be hearing about that all season. Um, but I don't, like last week when it, when the free agency kicked off, I was like, okay, let's just, let's just get one name, one name. Well, we didn't sign anybody except for some kind of low level guys or in, in trades, uh, kind of salary dumps, or we just re-signed a bunch of our players. And I, you know, I'm, it was like, oh, I was a little frustrated. There's still a couple of guys out there. And I was looking around and, and all the articles I'm seeing are like, Spurs are like in no hurry. They're not, you know, they're probably not going to get a little because they don't want to just dump a bunch of money onto a guy and have him here for a couple of years. They're wanting to build with the core we have slow and steady. So I'm just putting my trust in them. But, but like one of the guys we re-signed, we, we signed at the end of last year. Uh, at, I think he was with the 76ers and they just, cut him and we picked him up his name is julian champagne and he he did pretty well for us at the end of the season but he only played like 15 or 16 games and then he went off the other night in the summer league after his, his signing of his new contract and i think he did pretty well tonight too so i don't know this guy might be a, a classic spurs kind of steal like we always do um and then we didn't talk about it uh u.s men's national team we got through the the round robin stages and now we're knockout stages. We I think we played Canada on Sunday, and Canada's they barely made it in. They're kind of beat up. So this young squad we have uh, with uh, Jesus Ferreira having two back to back hat tricks, and then Sosa's favorite Cade Cowell came yeah. off, off the bench with his hair on fire and he was all over the place. But, uh, you know, he's he's a good kid, but I mean, he's he's no Clint Dempsey yet. So let's just ease back on those comparisons until he's, I don't know, scored like another 60 goals or something because uh, he's just not quite there yet. But uh, yeah, excited. Hopefully the uh, guys can win the Gold Cup. All right, I'll go third because mine's pretty short and sweet. Uh, Texas report to camp 21 days from today. So three weeks from today, Texans camp opens. That's great. A's, keep it up. Um, this is a nice little rebound we're having here. I know it's going to be short-lived, but hey, you know, it's nice to have this little streak in here. And, uh, you know, keep talking about how Christmas is like the most wonderful time of the year. This is like my least favorite time of the year. This is like the boring part of the season for me. I'm ready for things to get started and get cracking. Let's get football going. It's, there's a big lull right now. And uh, come on, football season. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, speaking of football. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Propaganda alert. Phil Steele was just on TexAgs Radio, and he's one of the top college football analysts in the country. And he is picking AM to be one of the most improved football teams this coming season um, and a dark horse to, that everybody should be watching out for. So you got to get on this train. And the future is looking really good. Like Sosa just mentioned, our recruiting is just 
just shot off like a rocket the last couple of weeks. We went from uh, two weeks ago, we were ranked 44, and now we're nine. So we've had a huge, huge bump. Uh, the biggest came as a great 4th of July fireworks show uh, with Cam Coleman uh, committing to A&M. He's one of the top receivers in the country in the five-star uh, dude, 6'3", 190 pounds. He's a good-sized receiver. I think he's going to be a excellent guy. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, our, our recruiting, and we still got a good chance of a few other good five-stars. So uh, as long as these guys are committed to A&M and fit in with the team, then I'm super excited. And, you know, the future is looking bright. So this train is picking up steam, starting to turn into a bullet train. Y'all better hop on or you're going to be left behind. Like and that's it. that. I thought we're still there. One, one more mention, Women's World Cup has a couple of weeks too. So Women's World oh, Cup yeah. down in Australia and New Zealand. So looking forward to that also. So I think July 20th is a kickoff. So, oh.